break out your PJs and your sleeping bag, and welcome to episode 54 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined as always by my co-hosts Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film, The Sleepover. and is dropping some major CHFI vibes. Um, that's a good combo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was weird. CHFI, it surprised me that that was his favorite. Um, it's, you know, it's responsible for a lot of what I am. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know, for better or for worse, you know? It's very influential. It's very influential. Don Dannard, come on. I have three parents. Roger, Rick, and Marilyn. <laughs> See that was after like I, I'm I'm talking Don Danard and Aaron Davis here. Yeah, you know, going yeah. I'm going prime time. You're going back to when it was pure before CHFI got, you know, corrupt. Yeah, what is this, Sharon Lewis and Bram? Well, I still like when John Tesh comes on the horn at night, syndicated. No, it it's fine. That's all fine. Um, and I only brought up Trapper Keepers because I just finished Cobra Kai. And he, <laughs> oh, he you're so Cobra. lucky. Except when also, I want school, more. Uh, I want more so bad. Likes. Martial arts, muscle cars, and Iron Eagle. Oh, and Iron Eagle too. <laughs> I, I really kind of want to take karate now once I would <laughs> physically be near someone. It looks, looks fun. And also, that last, I won't spoil it for Chris, but like that last fight, that was insanity <laughs> it's insanity it's insanity I, it's almost problematic but yeah in a good it was way. too much but i was like what well, i i'm in too deep i don't care i love it i was i was i was in the best way i was uh a little bit shocked by some of the scenes from the original karate kid like when he fucking crane kicks that other child in the face it's like fucking crazy. I feel like you couldn't do that in a movie right now. Well, I watched well, the next Karate Kid and the villain, two villains, were a classmate who basically was trying to rape Hillary Swank because she didn't want to go out with him. And mm. his leader was a former colonel, now football coach, who is basically forcing his teammates to brutalize other students like they were a military security team of the school. That sounds like maybe another movie that might not be made right now. (laughs) And yet, Cobra Kai is basically doing everything you guys both just said. I know. Yeah, because it has the anchoring point in the past. I love Miguel. I came to love Robbie. And I Uh, love Johnny, obviously. I love Johnny so much. (laughs) Me too. He was like, on one of his online dates, he was like, I, he was like, I messaged her. I messaged her on Facebook. I downloaded Facebook to my smartphone. I have a smartphone. <laughs> it's an Ericsson. They said it's a good brand. And I was like, I was like crying. I was like crying. I was laughing so hard. He's so pure. So pure. Um, also, someone in music. Um, I haven't listened to it yet, but Vin Diesel just dropped an album. I read something I about heard, this. I heard... I was reading, I saw an internet link that was something like, 
Kelly Clarkson. Yes, that's how I learned the of it. Biggest, is the world's biggest fan of Vin Diesel's new album. And I was like, I can't even deal with this right now. I have to circle back. Yeah, that's the, too many things. The clip that I saw was her show, her talk show, um, with many kind of full-length screens of fans. So it kind of created an audience virtually swaying to his new song. Um. We gotta listen to this. Sh- should we all? Should we all find a link and press play at the same time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, let's, let's do find... the let's do it at the end though, because I do want to get through this movie before I gotta go get my hair did. The this debut single is called "Feel Like I Do." Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna all I'm gonna find the video like at the end. Okay. At the end. But Chris is gonna share the one link so that we are all working I off the same. I didn't know Kelly Clarkson had a show. I didn't either. I didn't know Kelly Clarkson had a show or that Vin Diesel had an album. <laughs> and it's a lot to take in. Do you think that either of you, this is a question for either of you, do you, either of you think that you feel like Vin Diesel do? I could only dream to feel a little bit like he feels. Yeah, like he I, do, was gonna, yeah. I was going to say there are times, maybe moments, that I c- could hope that I do feel that way. There are moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't live my whole life a quarter mile at a time, so... You know, and we should. That's something to aspire to. And I don't. I don't. Sometimes I live my life a mile at a time, even several miles at a time. Whereas Vin has broken his entire life up into quarter miles. And I, yeah, I'm not there yet. I'll admit it. I'll admit don't it. forget. Don't forget, <laughs> Jeremy. Life is a highway. <laughs> I want to drive it all night long. Okay. <laughs> That's a different philosophy, actually. I think that fits together very nicely because you? if you add up those miles, what do you get? But tom cochran you do but but, (laughs) you do but the cochran philosophy is ride that highway all night long you know it's much more about a constant ongoing journey down a long trans-canadian road but if vin is doing that road if you took vin on that road he would do it one quarter mile at a time but what do you do after the one quarter mile you next one right slips yeah oh i i Yeah, you pull over, um, pull, pull over. Put, some, put some uh branches over the car so no one can see it when they're driving by. <laughs> Correct. You exchange um, pink slips and you have to restock on Nas. Change. I mean, I'll jump ahead. There is a car chase in the film Sleepover, so we're kind of on topic. Good. good, good. Is it fast? No, it's not. Is it furious? A little bit. Okay. All right, good. Sorry, it's a car chase that's not fast. No, but a little furious. Yeah. Oh. I'm excited for that, actually. Great tease. I'm interested in what a car chase that's not fast is like, in just in general. Uh, totally. Maybe I'm they're thinking... on those, like, um, like uh, what are they called? Power wheels? Well, I'll, oh, just, no. I'll just tell Sick. you. I'll just jump ahead. Mini van. Mini van. Mm. Yeah, okay. Pow, I think pow, 21 power jumps. wheels, power, power, power wheels, power wheels, power makes it go. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> I do now. <laughs> Can we remind our listeners and maybe also me what the hell this movie is? It's, Just, it it's might a f- be for our listeners, probably mostly for our listeners. Uh, it's a film. It's called The Sleepover. It stars yeah. Ken Marino and Malin Ackerman. Oh, right. That film. And I mean, I don't even want to say too much because we're just going to dive into the plot. But yeah, it's a it's a family adventure film. Okay. I'll say this. Netflix. I love Ken Marino. As do I. <laughs> Yeah, love. Also love his he work in role models. Is forever, in great. pretty much everything. 
he would be, funnily enough, one of my top choices if you wanted to meet someone from Hollywood and like have a fun day with them. He would be right up there with me. I'm just I'm just gonna jump in. We start off at school. Uh, there's a young kid named Kevin. He's probably grade six, say, and he's doing a presentation on his ancestry. And by the end, the teacher says, well, that was uh, very wild and interesting, but that's just the plot of Matt Damon's film, The Martian, which I did find humorous. Uh, I, I would love it if I was in a class and a kid went up there and just did the whole plot like that for that project. That would be great. When I was in grade 12 law class, we went to the Toronto courthouses and for a tour and we sat in case it you know trials oh, yeah and, we, and did, we trials. did that field trip yeah it was a great field trip really one of the best one of the best of my um school life for sure and then the assignment when we got back was um presenting on what we learned and brad my friend brad who you both know did uh he presented when he was asked to give a presentation he started with my trip to the toronto courthouses could best be summed up by the lyrics of Bon Jovi's Bad Medicine. And then he proceeded to just say the lyrics of Bon Jovi's Bad Medicine beginning to end. And the teacher sat there. And he sat down? Yeah. And the teacher sat there and allowed this. He tried to stop him a few times, and Brad was like, no, 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 let me finish. I need to finish. Shake it up. And shake it up, just like Bad Medicine. And he just kept going. And he got through the entire thing without laughing, without breaking, and then he went and he sat down. What grade did he get? <laughs> A very bad grade. <laughs> <laughs> so in older grade, um, Clancy, that's a female. Um, okay. She's probably grade 11. Kind of like she, that name for a girl. Yeah, it was kind of cool. It was unique. She's playing cello in the band, and her teacher comes up to her after and says, why haven't you submitted your audition tape that we discussed for the summer program? Um, it's due in a couple days, and she's wishy-washy about it, and he says, just get it done over the weekend. This is a Friday, and oh, I think they're calling me to tell me this, there's something wrong with my order. Oh, well, I'm going to keep going. Um, that, that was an aside, not from the movie. I... I Okay, I gotta get back in the zone. Okay, so the Clancy oh. says, I promise I'll do it over the weekend. This is a Friday. And I wasn't sure what the geography was, um, but I realized that there you live on the Cape, maybe Cape Cod, I don't know, but a Cape near Boston, like drivable to Boston. And Boston is where the summer program is. Okay. and th- That's a Cod. We'll, we'll just go with, yeah, we just call it the Cape. I'm sure that's what the, the <laughs> natives call it. Yeah. The locals, excuse me. If that's, that's a... Cancelled word, I think. Sand Piper um, Airways. Oh, nice <laughs> reference. Oh, Chris. That's that was a deep cut. That's a, Providence. Oh, no, that's Providence. What's, what's, Nantucket. Uh, what's this? Uh, um, yeah, Nantucket. That's right. Nantucket. Oh. And that's it. We were not going to explain that reference. You Google God, it. No. Dang it. <laughs> um, what, did, you, did it specify her academic field of study or something? Is she good at a particular thing? Cello. So it's a, Cello, a right. music okay. program for the summer. Got it. Uh, yeah, and she needs to make a video of herself doing it for the submission. But she has been late in the game of doing that. And we cut back to Kevin. He's doing this elaborate kind of hip-hop dance in the bathroom by himself. 
then I'm someone <laughs> someone comes out of the school stall, bathroom. school bathroom. Yeah. Someone comes out of the stall and has been videotaping him and shames him, and then he kind of sheepishly stalks out of the bathroom, still being videoed. Three bullies, including the videotaper, kind of surround him, mocking him. Uh, and now they're in the cafeteria. And then the lunch mom, Malin Ackerman, she steps forward and tells them off and still being videoed. And they're like, what are you going to do about it? And she says, I'm going to call your, I'm going to find out who your parents are. And they're like, yeah, and? Now Kevin's kind of wandered away. So it's now Malin facing off the three bullies. And they're like, yeah, so? And she says, yeah, I'm going to find out who your parents are. And then I'm going to cut the brake lines in their vehicles. And then one day, you're just going to go through a red light, and you're all going to get smashed to death. <laughs> and they're still taping her on their phones when she says this. Yeah. She's Is a she... volunteer lunch supervisor? Yeah, she's a class mom volunteer. Can I just go back to the bathroom hip-hop dancing for yes. a moment? Um, was 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 there was there music playing? Was he practicing? Was it just a thing of like I'm in a good mood and I want to dance? What was the? I think there was music playing, but it, yeah, it didn't seem to have an agenda. It was just his his joy. He just wanted to express his joy through dance. Yeah. Well, I love this kid. Why would you <laughs> bully this child? He's doing a hip hop dance by himself in the bathroom with possible totally. music. Totally. And were you not in his? earlier class when he gave a presentation by reciting the plot of the Martian starring Matt Damon because like yeah this kid's on fire this kid sounds like if I were new to this school I would be trying to sit with this kid at lunch 100% 100% all right well I'm team Kevin I think you are too Jeremy I am as well um, Ackerman uh, yeah sure okay she seems violent she does seem violent. I, I was curious what her whose mom she is, but maybe we'll learn that. Yeah, I was too. It didn't it was not clear yet at this point, which was a bit weird. Okay. So cut back to Clancy. She's invited to a party that night by Heartthrob, but not really Heartthrob. He was a very reasonable looking teen. I'm like, oh, if I were fifteen, sixteen again, I could see that. It wasn't like a beefy twenty five year old playing sixteen, which I thought was refreshing. So it was not a heart throb, it was more of a heart um murmur. Yeah, a heart murmur. A heart a heart nudge. Yeah. A heart, Tim, I think, a heart uh, wiggle. Yeah, I think so we also call them children. <laughs> we call them uh, he's a child. Um Yes. Was he hunkier or less hunky than Robbie? Uh less hunky. Less hunky, okay. I grade every young boy now on the scale of Robbie. <laughs> Who the hell is Robbie? From He's Cobra from Cobra Kai. Kai. He's oh, Johnny Lawrence's estranged son. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you haven't gone that far I yet? Saw, I, I got to the episode where they called because he got in trouble at school. And he's like, you're not a father. What are you going to do about it? And then yeah. he was like, good luck to the principal and hung up. That's Spoiler. Robbie. Yeah, that's, that's Robbie. He has, a, he has a lot of hair. Um, do you think Robbie is better looking than JTT? Where does, where does Robbie rank compared to JTT? Because I think they have very similar faces. They do, opinion. and kind of a similar hair. I I was never the biggest JTT fan. I was a fan, but I was never into him as a poster on my wall. So I think I would go Robbie. In terms your... of a child, a child actor that you're sexualizing. Yes. Correct. <laughs> yep. yes. Mm-hmm. When... It wasn't a crime, and you were also a child. What? Who was your number one? Uh, <laughs> who was your number one Tiger Beat? Well, number in, one in the clubhouse, quote unquote. 
Tiger Beat. He was too old for me, but it was always Priestley. It was always Priestley. And then it transitioned to Christian Slater, also too old. But if it was someone mm-hmm. who was actually a contemporary teen or a contemporary of JTT, um, Jonathan I was, Brandis. No, I was <laughs> a, a young Leo interested me. I'm trying to think of who else there was. I was really into Johnny Whitworth, who played the lead role in Empire Records. Like, really into him. The nerdy, skinny, short-haired dude? No, the Nerd. artist. Liv Tyler, love interest, hunk. Oh, that guy. Uh, Deeply uh, into him. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do like Empire Records. I sh- I'd like to watch that movie again. It's so overrated, good. I say. That's oh, so good. Overrated. Under. Yeah, I said it. I'm not. Su- I'm not surprised, but I loved it at the time. You think Empire Records is underrated? Underrated. Yeah. I think it doesn't get equated with the canon of its time. Because of its, it's contemporaries. not good. It's so good. But if you good. watch the Netflix one, though, as I did a couple years ago, it was a different cut, and it was very shocking. Okay, well, now so, I'm furious. So the hunk, <laughs> this hunky teen, Travis, invites Clancy to the party that night, and she, her interest is piqued, but like the Boston thing, now it feels like she is just uh, living in a cloistered family dynamic, and she just isn't allowed to do any of this fun stuff. Okay, and is this a house party at Travis's parents out of town vibe? Yeah. Okay. So She needs to go to that party, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he's a teen hunk. So yeah. then Ken Marino, he pick, he drives up for uh, after-school pickup in his minivan, and then we realize that Clancy and Kevin are brother and sister. They both climb into the car. He's blasting the song, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Nice. <laughs> nice. <sighs> Where have they gone? Right? And um, their friend... Brad Paisley M- knows. Yeah. Their friend Paul, Mim... That's a Paula Cole joint? Oh, my God. I you, Nice pull. <laughs> I think, yes. Um, that was for Don Danner and Aaron. <laughs> I forgot you were a coal head. <laughs> Always. A coal miner. <laughs> I had tickets to her most recent... <laughs> coal miner. <laughs> That's the best I could come up with on no, the fly. That was, that was very good. So Clancy's friend yeah. Mim is also with them. She's in the carpool. Ken is doing these finger strengthening exercises. Um, they make fun of him. They're like, you brought your finger strengthening things? He's like, no, this is my car set. And they're teasing him. He's like, I'm a pastry chef, guys. I need to keep my hands limber at all times. Um, okay. <laughs> this then, is excellent. Then this is funny. The teacher runs up to the car Kevin tries to convince Ken to pull out, but he's like, "This, I can't, you know, there's an order to this, I can't. The teacher runs up, repeats the Martian thing, and then says he has an opportunity to redo the assignment on Monday, otherwise he fails. Damn. So they all get home, Mim is hanging out with them, she says, did you ask your parents about the Boston thing, or the party? And Clancy says, there's no way they'd ever let me go, like, what's the point, I haven't brought it up yet, I can't go to the party, they're not going to let me. And Mim says, screw that. We're going. We're sneaking out tonight. I'll be back later. Um, so just figure out, like, what your strategy is going to be. Nice. She, so she friend. leaves. You then, need a friend like Mim. Yeah. So then it was weird because Malin is their mom, but she didn't interact with Kevin during that bullying thing, and she was already gone when Ken came up for the pickup. So it was a little bit weird that they kept that mysterious, but she is the mom. 
Maybe that's important when you're a lunch mom that you don't show uh, special attention or bias towards your own kid. Or Maybe. even pay a lot of direct attention to them. I feel like that's a thing. Cause Maybe. Then she was doing a great job. Yeah. She was keeping order by threatening the lives of the students, but not showing favoritism. So, you know, yeah. a balance. It's fine. Yeah. So yeah. she gets in a fight with Clancy. Um, Malin's like, I spent my entire youth at the library. You don't need to go to parties. And you don't need a cell phone. You're too young for that. She's like, but all my other friends have it. So they get into a fight. Um, and Clancy calls her pathetic and storms upstairs. So they are on tenuous terms right now. Oh, and, and, Cl- and Clancy's what? Like a 15, 16-year-old? Yeah. That? Yeah. Okay. And, oh, Malin quotes her favorite poet, Yeats. She's like, that's what I was into. And that was good enough for me. So the video of Kevin dancing from the bathroom has been uploaded and has very swiftly gone viral. And in the background of it, Malin is included. Um, And cut to what seems to be a detective in an office because he's got the nameplate seeing this video. And he sees her and he's like, "Uh uh-oh. So now we know that her being spotted is going to be an issue. Cut back to the house. Kevin's timid friend Lewis is dropped off for their sleepover, and his mom has many food rules for him, and he also has a special device that he needs to attach to his underwear that will, like, detect any early moisture, lest he does a full bed wet. Aww. I'm sorry, I was reading, I was reading Yates' uh, poetry quotes. <laughs> what exactly is in his underwear that does the sensing? Uh, it's just this thing that he has to attach to it, and then if it senses any moisture, it, like, alarms. So it's a digital, it's an electronic piece of technology. Yes. It's hardware. It's an electronic <laughs> pee detector. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's moisture detectors. Well, wouldn't like that... he know? Wouldn't he know that he peed himself? I mean, uh, I or don't think they would give him asleep. this machine if he didn't need it. I think if you're asleep, it, like... Oh. It jostles you up. Okay. Before Which you do sleep, the full soiling. It's like an alarm clock, but instead of setting a time, you set a urine. <laughs> yeah. You urinate. The point of yeah. all that is that he's very um, hovered over, over-parented. And she, the mom yeah. says, I'll be back at 8 a.m. sharp. And she's no He's nonsense. also a sixth grade youth. Yeah. Mm. And him and Kevin are buds. Yeah. So Ken puts the two of them in a janky tent in the back. He's like, this will be good for you. It'll be like outdoorsy, but it's like filthy and it's got bugs. It's not a great setup and they're grossed out. But uh, they're making do, flashlighting, and they're like, we'll think of an adventure. And Ken's just like, no, no, boys, you stay out here. I'm going to order pizza. And Lewis says, I'm not allowed pizza. And he says, we'll just make it our little secret. I'm loving everything Ken Reno has done so far. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I hope his strong fingers come into play later. They do. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> so Mim shows up. She goes straight to the tent because she's waiting for Clancy. And we realize that Kevin has a crush on her, you know, as the older sister friend figure. Totally. Inside the house, Clancy comes downstairs covering her outfit with a robe. Ken, who's still up, hanging out, uh, working on his pastry stuff. 
he thinks that she is sneaking down to try his new recipe. He's like, I thought it was Kevin who was the one sneaking off with all the samples, but now it's you. It's okay. Just don't tell him. You can have the one. And she plays into it because that's part of her sneak out strategy. What, what's he? Uh, what's he baking? Cupcakes. Nice. Yeah, he was trying a new frosting or something. So um, she humors him, and she's like, mm, "Dad, best best batch ever." Yeah, all that. And, and we just Malin? go out the back door. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the back door now. <laughs> I'm gonna go back door and eat this cupcake. Yeah, yeah Malin's still, about how good the one. Was Malin's upstairs. Mm. Okay, she's upstairs. So Clancy goes outside. They're all in the tent. And they make Kevin promise that he's not going to rat her and Mim for the sneak out. Meanwhile, the pizza delivery guy shows up. Um, and while he's there at the door, he sees Malin coming downstairs. We see him take notice of that. He goes back to the car and he calls in a handler and says, yep, it's her confirmed. And the real pizza delivery guy is knocked out in the back of the car. Um, okay. Intrigue. Whoa, I, I didn't expect this. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, when I order a pizza, <laughs> I want a pizza, you know? Yeah. Luke, yeah. I'm starting to think this guy might not even have the pizza. He had the pizza, thank God. Oh, okay. Oh, well, then we're fine. <laughs> but I don't <laughs> want <laughs> violence as a topping. <laughs> no. Pizza. I just want plain cheese. God damn it. Yeah. Violence on the you, side. You always bring that up when you call. I've, no, I've noticed that about you. Yeah. <laughs> So Lewis, being proactive, goes inside to pee. So he's in the bathroom. Pizza guy comes back in and confronts Malin. Ken thinks it's, he's like, well, did I give you a bad tip? What's happening here? Like, he's totally flummoxed that maybe it's a burglary or he doesn't know what's happening. But we can see and he clear, uh, soon after realizes that Malin knows this guy. They get into a fight, Malin and the guy, physically, but she loses. Oh, and uh-huh. he says, and "Did she did she reveal that she has some sort of combat training in that fight? Is it look as if oh yes. shit? Yes, Malin knows that is made clear. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And the guy says, you need to come back for another job, or I'm going to kill your family.' Ken is just super confused, and Malin says, "Okay, I'll go with you." And Ken's like, "What's happening right now? Like, who are you? What What do you mean we're going to go? I think we should." probably just discuss this there's a misunderstanding and all that kind of kenness great do you want a pastry yeah I, the best batch ever Would yeah you like try one so in talk about this. yeah during the fight stuff kind of went awry including a bag of flour that spilled all over the counter so right before they get dragged away so ken is taken as well um malin marks something in the spilled flour and she also wears okay. a distinctive necklace um, in like this weird old-timey symbol that I think she leaves behind. Yeah, she leaves that behind as well. Okay, she leaves a clue spelled out in the flower, and she leaves a necklace behind. Yeah. But otherwise is basically rushed out of the house, like, as is. Like, you're coming with us now. Yes, yeah. So, Lewis, who's been in the bathroom this whole time, he comes back to the tent. Lewis is my favorite. I want to make that very clear. And he just very matter-of-factly repeats all this. He's like, so guys, I was inside, and this guy came in, and your parents have been taken. I'm pretty sure they've been kidnapped, and I'm pretty sure your mom is a spy of some kind. Great. I love Lewis. Yeah. So the kids all run inside. Mim and Clancy had not yet left for the party, so it's the four of them. And they see, the like, the damage of the fight and the, you know, the debris of it all. And then immediately after that, the detective guy that we saw in the cutaway, he shows up. And instead of 
kind of listening to what he might have to say, they knock him out and tie him up to a chair with Christmas twinkle lights. So the detective guy, he wakes back up. He reveals that he is a U.S. Marshal. He reveals that Malin is in witness protection and that he's her handler. Mm-hmm. Uh, he saw the video mm-hmm. and wanted to like get there before it was too late, which he failed to do. And the kids are kind of ingesting this and like, is she even our real mom? Is this even our real name? So they're taken aback. I kind of yeah, thought maybe Ken would be part of this too, but he's not. It's all Malin. Ken's totally in the dark. We learn later. Um, so they do not untie him. So that's how the house is. Cut to Ken and Malin. They're being taken through the woods where Ken is also learning about this witness, witness protection backstory. Um, we learn, and he learns, that Malin was a thief of priceless goods for the black market uh, in a awesome. crew of four called the Quartet. Uh, so the pizza guy who was working on behalf of two of the four Quartet members that she is now with. It's another guy and another girl. Um, so they're there. And so they were. she and this crew were working for like a mob bigwig. Um, and then it escalated, and she decided she wanted out. So she and her immediate partner, one-fourth of the quartet who was not present yet, turned in evidence in exchange for immunity and witness protection. So that's the backstory. So one, one half of the quartet turned yeah. rat. Went Henry Hill styles, ratted, got new identities, yeah. witness protection. Yes. Okay. Okay, this is great. And they were, <laughs> they were a, co- a group of four, obviously, that stole priceless items. Yep. And then she was like the best in the biz, like the best lifter, or whatever the skills are. Well, you gotta have a lifter. You gotta have a wheelman or wheelwoman. <laughs> you gotta have a what is it? A yeg? That's a safe cracker. That's a yeg. Oh. Oh my! And what? Uh, what's the uh, fourth? You only got one more roll. Well, this. I mean, there's the fence, but that's usually supplementary to that's, the That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's not core team. Yeah. No, no. That's for, um, the leader? The Clooney? The Danny Ocean? Mm. It's, that's referred to as a Clooney. <laughs> You're you the Clooney of the crew. So, yeah. Um, okay, back to the kids. They find the flower, and what it spells out is the name Angus, and that's the name of the dog. And they also find Malin's necklace, so Clancy puts that on. They go and inspect the dog. They don't really figure out what's happening. The U.S. Marshal guy, Henry, he's just there, like, pleading to be released, and they're openly mocking him, which I thought was bold. Like, hey, maybe consider taking his wisdom here, but they don't. Um, yeah. He he is a U.S. Marshal, and he's got all of the backstory and information about yeah. their mother's secret identity that they know nothing about. Yep, but they're not too interested. So... Like, Angus, what is it? Oh, let's take off his collar to give him more breathing room. And then in the underside of the collar, they see the, um, the symbol, the same symbol as the necklace. So they're like, okay, oh. we're, we're tracking mom's clues. And then in the, the like, dangly part, they find a key. Yep. Um, oh, awesome. This is like some Da Vinci Code shit now. Yeah. I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> The Da Vinci Code starring Ken Marino. <laughs> I as, would watch. As the one who's not at all involved in any of the intrigue. <laughs> that would be amazing. He's that just making cupcakes the whole time. Amazing. <laughs> They'd be like, we have an amazing new job for you. And he's like, I'd rather not. End of episode. 
Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so they, they realize that the key is for a storage locker. Um, one of those, like, uh, like Rentals. the door, yeah, comes up, like garage-style yeah. door. Garage door, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yep. cut back yep. to Ken and Malin. They're taken to a remote cabin by the two other members of the quartet. And she's reunited with the fourth member of the quartet, who was her immediate partner in theft and romance. Mm. Joe oh, Manganello. Shit. Hunky Joe Manganello. Manganello. Big Dick Richie. Yep. Here he is. Yep. And so uh. it seemed like the two quartet members had a lead on him or a line on him. And then they located her. And so now they've brought them all four together. And Manganello is captured as well. He's there against his will. Like this is a, this is like their first approach of him. They bring her to him. Yeah, is he like tied up though, or like? No, th- he doesn't know about this. This is when he becomes aware of the situation. Oh, so, got it, got it. And um, he also has a dog called Angus, which was the first Angus. And Ken realizes that's why she insisted on calling their new dog Angus, and he starts getting very upset and very jealous of that's the dog cool. and Joe's hot magnetism. I. That's not cool by Malin. You don't rename the dog. You can't use the name again. That's not cool. I mean, that is, could, I, but everybody should be in on it and consent to it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was not right. I felt it's not right. pretty upset about it. And so Malin tells Joe, hey, uh, they're going to kill my family, so we have to complete one last job. And he doesn't you know, want to, but he is as compelled as she is because they're in danger. And the one last job is a priceless crown with this, like, elaborate jewel. It's called something close to Duran Duran, because they stumble over the words and call it that a couple of times. So, like, the Duran Duran yeah. crown um, that we've coveted for so long, it's finally going to be in the Boston area, and we finally have a line on it. Um, so that's the one last job, and then we'll be square. All right, so we, we'll call it the Duran Duran, or maybe even just the... Lebon, the oh, Lebon, yeah. <laughs> Le bon. so they have to they have to get the Lebon, and we also need to name these other two members of the quartet. They're not in it very much. They kind of All let right. Malin and Joe take the lead on the heist. So after they force them into it, they're very behind the scenes. So we can name them, they but they're not men? in it. A girl Are and a boy. Girl and a boy. Yeah. Um. Let's go with uh, Ricky and Lucy. Old right. school, sure. old school reference. So Ricky and Lucy tell them that this Duran Duran Laban crown is going to be worn by a countess at a gal that night at the Philharmonic in Boston, and so that's their in. They need to get into that party, find her, get it, get it back to them, and then they'll consider the turn coding square. What kind Steal of countesses bon. are going around going to galas in Boston? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so she's she's not from the area. She must be a European countess who's in town for this. Yeah. She's not the Countess of Cape Cod or any of Massachusetts. No, yeah, right. She's a visitor. What um sorry, going back to Manginello. So he is in witness protection program as well, but mm-hmm. they placed both of these people in the Boston area. Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> and then also he um was there anything about his life? Like, is, was he was he down on his luck? Was he doing well? Fake identity? Basically nothing. Uh, he's living in this cabin. He's happy to see Malin. It's kind of like a shock to the system to be reunited in this way. Um, but, yeah, we get almost no information of how he's been spending the last several years. But when he learns she has kids, he's like, oh, you, so you finally, you know, you were able to achieve that. So there's 
sadness, wistfulness that that could have been their family, but that's all we get. Um, got it. So he's still single, he has... no family. And cabin, cabin man. Yeah. Cabin boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you fancy that? <laughs> <laughs> Good film. Yes. You want to buy a monkey? Back to the house, Marshall Henry continues to beg them. They continue to mock him. Lewis reluctantly agrees to go on whatever this adventure is going to be because he's the nervous Nelly of the group. Yeah, and he has a pee detector <laughs> yeah. in his pants. <laughs> yep. At least he'll know when he's peeing, though. Yep. He will. Anytime. Yeah. So that's Beep. an edge. I, there's going to be a gag where it starts beeping when he's scared, right? Eh, yep. There's a little something. So they yeah. call an Uber, and the driver comes, and he sees four tween to teens and he's like uh what's happening here is this okay this is night i am i kidnapping you like i'm not sure and but they talk him into it kevin kind of takes the lead on talking people into it because he's got creative energy so he uses his over imagination to good use um i love it Does he, i hope you recited the plot of a different movie he's like <laughs> look the four of us we are um four musketeers or whatever like i hope that idea is really funny. He could you could pull that move quite a few times. And I would, yeah, he pulls that, it later would, yeah. in like the most specific way. So we'll come to that. Um, so they get to the storage locker. They open it. At first, it looks like it's just full of random like junk, like just artifacts from her former life and a flashy sports car. So they're like just Ooh. digging around at some stuff. Clancy puts on a vintage leather jacket that belonged to Malin back in the day. And now they're confused. They're like, what? Who is mom? Sounds like she has a checkered past. It, are we even family? Is she going back to that life? Like, what's happening? And as they're discussing it, Kevin stands in front of the sensor thing. And it says, DNA match. So because he's a match of Malin, it triggers it successfully and unlocks a secret swinging door into this other area of the storage area, storage unit. Yep. And behind sure. and that is a cache of, of like weapons and gadgets and like very well organized, like spy person's emergency area. This is yep. like some Kingsman shit yeah. or it's the bad cave. Yeah. Yeah. Kingsman shit, bad cave, spy kids, even more. Kevin picks up what looks like a pen, but it's actually a laser, and he almost, like, murders them all, because it's <laughs> very piercing laser. Um, what a zany thing yeah. to happen. Sure. Yep. Yeah, so it, makes take... hot, it makes a hot burning uh, effect wherever it goes. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and it has, like, a long reach. Um, sick. So they don't take very much of the of the goodies, so it doesn't get hmm. too Spy Kids-y. They, it, they just bear witness to it but they take almost nothing they take the car they borrow the car and they also find an old matchbook and it looks like it's got a phone number inside but it's torn so it's not the full number so their next an old move... matchbook there's fucking lasers in here and they take <laughs> yeah. an old matchbook yeah. yeah exactly like no kid would do they take none of the goodies and only an old matchbook <laughs> and the yeah, leather and jacket i mean the jacket i could see yeah, I can see that. And the sports car, good good job. That's uh, <laughs> that's going to happen for sure. But what do you put in the sports car than yourself? Pen lasers. lasers and guns. Yeah, yeah. they don't yeah. really get too into that. So they're some next... Sort of, some sort of glasses, some sort of night vision, x-ray, whatever that, whatever the goggle game is, you got to get those. Yeah, they don't goggle do that. Game, whole goggle game. They don't do it. So their next move is to go yeah. to the bar 
from the provenance of the matchbook to find that place, which is in Boston proper. Okay. And the matchbook had the name of a bar on it. Yeah. That's where the matchbook was from and half of a phone number. Yeah. So the thin lead, but let's work it. <laughs> yeah. So like in, in this weekend traffic, it'll take hours to get into Boston. We need to get over the Cape by boat. Who do we know that has a boat? Ding, ding. Travis, the hunk. Well, but Travis has a party to host. He's busy. <laughs> yeah. While well, they drive to the party, Clancy's reluctant to go, but Mim says it's for the good of the parent of your parents. Like, you want to save them? We've got to go to this party. So they take yeah, off. Mim just wants a party. <laughs> yeah. They take off in the flashy sports car, get to the party. Cut back to the cabin. The quartet are discussing the job. Ken is just completely baffled by all this. He's disillusioned. He's like, who are you? Are you like, how are we married? And you never told me this. What's happening? Who is this hunk, Joe Manganiello, that maybe you're still in love with? He's upset. Has Joe Manganiello taken off his shirt yet? I don't think he does the whole movie. But Ken does make notice of like his rippling arms. And, you know, he does make fun of him for showing skin. So, yeah, he must. Because that's a thing. That's a bit. You got to do that bit. Yeah, yeah. you got to do that bit. But it wasn't enough because I can't really visualize it. A lot of arm play and like sleeveless play that bothered Ken. Mm-hmm. But you um, didn't get you didn't get abs and you're bothered by that. Yeah, <laughs> very. That's okay. There's always Magic Mike too, forever and ever. <laughs> the greatest, the greatest film. Um. So yeah, they talk more about the backstory and when Malin and Joe. So it was Malin who wanted to get out. She convinced Joe, and then they got into witness protection, but they weren't able to witness protection together. So they were separated, and this is their first reunion. And in addition, That's actually super important. Or Were they still lovers at the time? Yes. So the, oh, so the witness protection was the reason for the split? Seemed like it, yeah. Oh, There's that's no good. When you go in the program, that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then yada yada yada, you meet Marino. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, life, there's life a gets better there's latent, you know, there's unresolved love between them, and they also yeah. can't be arrested because their deal will be nullified. So in doing this new job, which they are reluctantly agreeing to, they have to tread lightly. Yeah. Ken also yep. wants to be involved. He's like, "I'll come too, guys. Like, you know, put put me in." And Joe says, "Yeah, okay, we could use him." And at first, Ken's like peacocking a little bit he's like fluffed by that it's like yeah i can be part of it and then joe says yeah he might be a good bait or distraction and then he's sad again put me in coach yeah ken should take that job though and i know it's not you know it's not glamorous clean up it's not glamorous you know but that's a good starter job (laughs) before you move up to wheelman (laughs) yeah totally maybe one day the clooney One day. What was the safe one called again? The the BIP? What's a yeg. Yeg. <laughs> Where's that come from? I just know it's in crosswords a lot. Okay, back to the kids. They arrive to the party, and Clancy and Mim get teased that Clancy brought her lame little brother, and she doesn't really defend him because, you know, it's kind you? of indisputable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The hunk, Travis, he's so nice. It's like, yeah, no problem. You can use the boat. Actually, you can use my friend's boat who's here. We'll boat you over. So he leaves his own party to both them, which I thought was very moving. From the uh, Cape to like downtown Boston. Dynamics. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. He leaves his own party. Yep. 
He's with his clearly very, very comfortable having parties and <laughs> with all his friends having a party at his home. Yeah. So mid-ride, mid-boat, they're three quarters of the way. So it doesn't look like it's going to take that long and he'll get back to the party. But, but still, I thought that was a big deal of him. But three quarters of the way, the Coast Guard starts approaching them and like ringing the alarm, like pull over, or, like come to a stop. And the two guys admit that they didn't have permission to take their parents' boat. And they're about to be arrested. So they're very willing to do that for their <laughs> friends who just showed up to the party, but okay. Yep. And they're oh, like, wait, wait, wait. So what crime did they commit? They don't have a license to grant that boat. I think the parents reported the boat missing. Oh, there we go. Yeah. GTB. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They GTB'd it. Yeah. So My city. they're like the kids, Mim and Clancy and Kevin, like we don't have time to get, detained we have to go find our parents and so then travis hunk's like you're gonna have to jump so she takes off the leather jacket which he has complimented and leaves it behind and lewis is too scared but he does jump they all eventually jump and swim the rest of the way to um, where to the boston, to boston. <laughs> they swim the rest of the way to boston yeah, yeah. i mean it was insight right. oh insight you could they could see boston <laughs> i assume yeah, they must have been super close <laughs> I assume that Lewis's urine detector is going off like crazy now that he's in the water. Well, yeah, great, great point. I'm coming to that. So they get onto the dock on the other side, <laughs> and point. Mim's like, oh, that's so disgusting. We're, like, soaked in bay water. We need to change clothes. <laughs> Lewis's bedwet device chimes, and he's like, it wasn't pee. It's the bay. And he angrily detaches it, so he's getting a little bit more. He's got a backbone. Yeah, he's, he's growing. It's growing up he didn't in need front that. of our eyes. Lewis don't need it. No. He's being coddled, and now he's on an adventure, and he realizes what he's capable of. Exactly. Yeah. Next, he's going to start eating some gluten. Like, he just doesn't even <laughs> fucking give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's really finding crusts, his own strength. He's not even leaving the crust aside. He's going to eat them. Yeah, crust <laughs> first. The crusts. Yeah. He's going to go crust first. Only crust. <laughs> eat the crust and not the rest of the pizza. This is me so hungry for pizza. Okay, so Mim compliments Kevin on his bravery. He thinks that that means she's into him, and he kind of leans in for a kiss. It does not happen. <laughs> oh, uh, Kevin. They sneak. Killing, killing it continues just, just to absolutely kill it every time. If he had been hip-hop dancing while doing that, I think it would have worked. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. So the, they sneak into a souvenir shop right at the water at the edge. That's closed. Um, the girls put on like basic tourist t-shirts, like you know, Boston, I heart Boston kind of things. Yeah. Whereas the, the boys, yeah, the boys put on full pirate gear, including cape and like old timey pirate hat, because I think it makes okay. them look grown up. Oh my god! <laughs> every choice Kevin makes is <laughs> spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> It makes them look grown up. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't no kid pirates, you know. Did, did it show them discussing picking the pirate gear, or do they just come out in it? They come out in it. Mm. And I, they're like, yeah. Did they get a mustache? They're like, we look like adult now. No, but I Are wish. eye patches? No, just the hat and the cape and, like, new shirts so, and pants. Okay, Breeches? So. Not all. But it's mostly the cape and the hat that stood out. And, yeah. Yeah. As once would, you're yeah. wearing a cape, yeah. Once you're wearing a cape, you're you've crossed into costume territory. It's... The eye's gonna go to the cape, yeah. not really necessarily. Is. Yeah, it really is. Oh, okay, back, back to the adults. Malin... Oh, you mean that adult in the cape over there? <laughs> Malin, Joe, and Ken. Which are one? All dre- 
We're all dressed up in tuxedo and evening wear to go to the party, the gala. Um, not Travis's party, a different party. And Malin wants to try to call Henry the U.S. Marshal, but they haven't gotten through yet. So she and Joe discuss what the game plan is. And Ken's kind of just, like, learning all of it. Because they have shorthand, they've done these moves before, and he's trying to keep up. So they think the U.S. Marshal is watching their kids. No, she doesn't know. She wants to call and report that this has happened. Okay, right. Yeah, she doesn't know where he is. Yeah, because he's tied up. So and she's yeah, and because it's witness protection, it's that thing where you only have one contact. Like there's only one guy you can call. Yeah, yeah. So she has this vial of poison in her palm, and the plan is to shake the countess's hand when they get an opportunity to be introduced and like get her kind of spaced out and pull her aside and then very like calmly take the crown. That's her game plan. The Lebon. Yeah, the Lebon. So. Um, the other Wait, part... I, it's not poison, right? It's like... Like, like sedation. Yeah. Yeah, not okay. killing poison. Yeah. Um, so Ricky and, Ricky and Lucy have gotten Joe and Malin on the guest list. Um, and they're, like, playing the part of dignitaries capably. Like, they're in the role. But Ken, who's never done this before, and is still very flummoxed, he puts on this really janky and terrible French accent and, like, totally <laughs> chokes. And Love Joe's it. like, sorry, this is our valet. He's new. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I He's apologize. He's new to being French. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And security's it's like, like, well. Uh, it's like, what is it? Uh, Pitt in, uh, oh. in, uh, in Inglorious Bastards? You mean Antonio Marguerite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, Unreal. Like, yeah. okay, well. You're on the list, but he's not. We're going to need to do a search on him, and then we'll let him go through. And Joe says, I encourage you to be thorough. Ha ha. Uh, to get rid of him. Yeah. yeah. Back to the kids. They find the address from the matchbook, but the bar is now out of business and is not there. It's been replaced, so they don't know what to do. And as they're kind of scrambling and discussing it, they notice a library across the street. Clancy reflects on Malin's description of her youth well spent in such a library, and then it has the Yates quote engraved above the door. So they're like, okay, this is this was her place. This was what she was talking about. Uh, okay, oh, so then they're like, how are we going to get in? It's after hours. And then suddenly a worker comes up from the basement, you know, those, like, down a short flight of steps, side of a building entryway thing. And sure. they're like, well, that's convenient. So... At least they acknowledge it and they sneak in. They should acknowledge the convenience of all of this. This is all working out very well for themselves, for yeah. them, or at least they're they're constantly moving forward anyway. What's Whether not or not right? it's working out well, it's like they're they don't have to dig for these clues to be revealing themselves. The partial phone number in the matchbook they realized was not a phone number, but it's a complete Dewey Decimal listing. So they look it up with the old-fashioned card catalog, are led to an author. So the book is not there, which is mysterious. But then they look and they find a portrait of the author on the wall and oh, realize this, this that... This is Da Vinci Code. This <laughs> <Yeah>. is great. <laughs> yeah. So much fun. They realize that behind the portrait is another door and that the necklace that Malin left behind that Clancy is wearing is the key to that door. The necklace is the key. Yeah. Boom. So they, yeah. These guys are pretty good at clue following. So they descend these creepy stairs. Mim doesn't want to. She's scared. She's like, no, you know, maybe it's a good idea, but maybe this is the part where we go in and just get slaughtered down there. But she doesn't want to be left by herself in the above ground, so she reluctantly follows. 
um, back to the party. Malin is about to be introduced to the Countess when Ken kind of stumbles into her and accidentally stabs himself with the syringe. Yeah, great. And great job. <laughs> he I'm take... still team Ken. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He takes... Unwavering. Yeah. But it, like, he... I think gets too much of a dose of what it was meant to be and it affects him like immediately. Oh, so he's been, he's been given his search and now let back into the party. So this is him kind of stumbling like I'm back guys. And then right, falls into the right. syringe. Um, okay. so and he's very drugged, very drugged and violently pukes all over the countess. <laughs> <laughs> That'll create a distraction. <laughs> yeah. That's a perfect time to steal her. <laughs> but before they're able to, they're all taken away by security, who's now very suspicious of, like, what the hell this trio is up to. Joe, during all of this, is flirting with Malin, and the implication to Ken is that he's unworthy, which, you know, compared to this beefy spy guy, he might feel. And he's wondering yeah. how much of our life is even real, how much of this was a lie. So he's questioning himself and their marriage. And where are Rick and Lucy? They're not there. They're they were organizing it. What are they doing? I don't even think they're in this again. Oh man! Yeah, so they're some pretty crappy members of the quartet. I don't yeah. think that name. Should... You call... It should be the duet. It should be the duet. Yeah, yeah I, they were part of the planning, like the strategy, but they do not come to the party. They don't do any of the physical work. I think it, maybe I don't they know were going to. They fence. know how a quartet works, but all four people have to play together for it to <laughs> yeah. be a quartet. Totally. In Ocean's Eleven, all 11 people did stuff. <laughs> or maybe I should say Ocean's Eight. Friend of the show, Ocean's Eight. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, so in the library basement, the encounter, I don't know her name, but she was Laurel on the show Scandal, so I'm calling her Laurel. Great. Um, she at first seems to be a homeless hobo living in the basement, but then she's like, oh, sorry for my appearance. I just got back from my own job. So she like take, she changes, and now she looks like hip and leather wearing and cool like band t-shirt cool that's the gotcha. best way to look thank yeah. you leather wearing cool <laughs> yeah. band t-shirt and she reveals that she is an old friend of Malin's because they say like our mom sent us do you know her and it come you know comes to light that she was not so part of the quartet but she was like in the scene they came in up the together scene. yeah and remains in the scene and lives in a secret lair underneath <laughs> a library in downtown boston where she still does scores and wears disguises. Yes. Very good. I, I, yeah. I, I was a little hesitant about the whole secret passage under the library thing, but if there's a U.S. city that probably has secret passages under libraries, it's Boston, I think. Totally, totally agree. Okay, so Laurel says, your mom gave me a tracking device before she went into protection and told me that one day I would know that it was the time to use it, and today must be that day. <sighs> So she wow. gets it out and tracks her, and they track her to the gala. The levels of convenience in this thing. <laughs> I ain't fighting it. I'm not saying no. Yeah, I'm saying yes, it's, but it's I'm going to really call it there. Out. Yeah. It's really Where is there. This tracker? Is, it, is this is in her Malin's body somewhere? I think like, it's like in her purse. In her purse? purse <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. So in her purse this, at like, all times? Years ago. Yeah. I don't for know. years, so they Google what's happening at the at the concert hall that night, and very immediately are like, "Oh, someone's coming with the Duran Duran Laban. That's that must be what's happening." Laurel, I will give her the credit that she would be able to be like, "Well, I mean, my old jewel thief Malin is my friend stole expensive, priceless shit, and I, I can understand 
what's going on here. Like, the the Laban is here, so obviously she's still in the Laban. She yeah. would have known about that event anyway if she's worth her salt in this organization or profession. That's Good point. True. She would have probably seen it on some of the like. She probably boards. would have been planning her own heist. Anyhow, she says, okay, I'm going to go help your mom. I'm going to go through the secret passageway here. It'll take me right to the subway station, and then I'll I'll get on and take however many stops it gets to the concert hall. Easy peasy. And Clancy kind of manipulates her into explaining the process of the secret passageway. And then Laurel realizes that as she was explaining it, Clancy had handcuffed Laurel to a pipe using Laurel's very own gear. So they just have this thing about, like, not accepting help and tying up adults. But this adult is a professional heistress. Yeah, I know. And she let herself get handcuffed and outwitted by a bunch of idiot kids? Yeah. I don't care that they're wearing pirate uniforms. That still doesn't (laughs) make any sense. Uh, If anything, that only makes it better. But also, your mom wanted you to find this person and left clues for that very thing to occur. That's yep. a good point. Yeah, it's crazy. But she's like kind Kids. of impressed by it. Um, so they take the same route. They get to the concert hall. They don't how, know how to get in. They find a window with bars on it. Clancy's about to climb up and sneak in when Lewis says, no, wait, you'll never get in. You'll never get through. I'm the only one that will fit. So he's finally like fully emboldened. Awesome. He climbs up. He shimmies through. And, and then he with pees his himself. cape. No, he never pees himself. How dare you? Um, so then he finds another door, like a staff door for the other three. So now all four are in. They're slipping through the kitchen. Uh, and someone says something about their outfit. And Lewis starts correcting the historical accuracy of, uh, like, the hat description. He's like, oh, but, okay, you're right. There's no time for that. Um oh which I loved. Kevin does bring heat because they're about to be caught. And he says, no, 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 we're performers. We're uh, YouTube sensations. And we were hired to entertain tonight. And the employee is very skeptical, but then he shows the viral video of his dance as proof. And they're allowed to continue on. Yes. Amazing. That is heat. We're the, the, the Royal Philharmonic has invited us YouTube dance (laughs) sensations to do our own performance. YouTube yeah. solo bathroom dance sensations, <laughs> Pirate A and Pirate B. Yeah, but I don't understand how they even have phones on them because I think they would have not gotten through that swim. But anyway, I won't question that too much. Um, so they take the stage. Mim and Kevin can't play instruments, so they're just like m- murdering violin noise. Um, mm-hmm. Clancy freezes with stage fright and Kevin gives her a pep talk that like, you need to do it. You're the only one who's believable and you need to like save the day here. So f- finally she gets up the courage and she's in the midst of dazzling the crowd. So that's happening. Right. All right. The cello came and the back. cello. Yeah. So cut yeah. back to the basement of the concert hall. Joe, Mallon and Ken are tied up to chairs. She wants to get the necklace before the other quartet members can turn on them and, and turn it in. Um, that's her plan. That's been her plan. We learn like she wanted to go through with the heist, but then like not fully go through with it. She wanted to get them yep. in trouble, you know, yep. tell, get the, the police people, in on it. The people that have tied or tied them up are the, uh, Boston Philharmonic security staff. Yeah. But they're like very aggro. So the security come, security people come down and question what they're doing at the party. Joe and Mallon use, they're like, let's whatever reference to a past job that, that is yeah, like an inside like, uh, code to each other. Like let's run the annexation. Yeah, of Puerto exa- Rico. exactly. And so they use yeah. the chairs as weapons to like 
bash the security members and also bash the chairs enough to get themselves free. Ken's just, like, on the sidelines. He's like, are you killing them? She's like, no, 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 we were trained in non-fatal combat. We're just knocking them all out. So they do that. They untie Ken. So it's the three of them. They come up to the main level. They hear the cello being played, and Malin immediately identifies it as Clancy. She's like, that that has to be Clancy. Like, I know that unmistakable sound anywhere. Beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, they enter the ballroom. Ken Reno's like, I have strong fingers. Anyway. <laughs> Have you had my cupcakes? <laughs> uh, they enter the ballroom, and the family spots each other from across the room. Another fight ensues as Mal and Joe try to make their way through the crowd. So, like, it seemed weird. Like, who are they fighting? They're the bad guys in this scenario. But yeah. we're supposed to be rooting for them. Ken tries to get in some blows, but he just basically gets shoved aside and, like, doesn't really achieve anything. Security is coming at them. Um, and is about to grab them when the countess walks by in front of the performance and Clancy uses her cello bow to lift the Laban off her head at the very last second. Oh. So she has does it. The, does the countess notice? She does not notice. Cause it's oh, like, sick. Her hair is like, you know, this elaborate updo. Didn't um, she also get vomited on her <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so probably, that, that probably threw her focus off. And the yeah, man who she... vomited, and the group of people, including the man that vomited on her, are are back in the in the party and brawling with others. <laughs> brawling. She's probably just trying to run away to not get beaten and re-vomited. Yep. Yeah. I can you imagine getting vomited on twice? That would that would be even worse than once. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it, would, it would be. be. <laughs> Especially if you were cleaned up in between. You finally got all the vomit off your tiara. And then look what happens. You get vomited again, and the tiara disappears. Yeah. Okay. So they have they have it. They're about to be taken by the like more security has been called in when Laurel appears. Um, she's gotten herself free somehow. She appears as sure. like a motorcycle leather person. Like she just storms in and causes a distraction on purpose yep. to save them. Just. Just like a motorcycle leather person. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Village so people. Got it. They run away, and she and Malin give each other a knowing look of thanks. Um, yeah. And But they all take off. Malin is very impressed by Clancy and the rest, but mostly Clancy that she figured out all the clues and was so capable and, like, grown up navigating the situation. Yes, Kevin Clancy is worried. was definitely the most useful and impressive of the four. Sarcasm. No, I'm <laughs> serious. She did all the good stuff. She made. She played the cello. She stole the the Lebon. She knew how to get Travis to sail them over there. <laughs> yeah, she you know, tied she up the, the window, nor did she know about pirate things. <laughs> you know, she didn't do the pirate things, and she couldn't slip through the bars. That was Lewis, but you know, Clancy was the was the leader. That's all I'm saying. She was the queen. Yeah, she's That's the all I'm saying. She was the queen. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not hating on the others. It's not a mistake that they both start with CL. No. So true. Okay, so Kevin's like, oh, will you, are you still our mom? Are you going to leave us? And Malin's like, no, I would never leave you. Of course I'm your mother. And Ken says, I know that I must have been a safe choice for you as your cover story. So he thinks everything is a lie between them. She assures him, no, like our love and life is true, but he's not completely sold on it yet. They go to Joe's safe house, which is a fancy downtown condo. Ken's, like, just making fun of me. He's like, yeah, great idea having a safe house here. I mean, the rent's totally manageable for a place he barely use. Like, he's just cutting in whenever he can on Joe. Zing. 
That's a great thing. That's a great burn. Yeah. You spent a lot point. of money on rent, idiot. Downtown Boston, the property taxes, they'd be outrageous. Forget True. about it. So Mound's finally trying to call Henry the U.S. Marshal, um, but Joe stops her, and this is was the twist. We learn, and to answer your question of why they'd been put in, put both put in the Boston area, is that he never really did join witness protection. Whoa! What? Yeah. Good twist. Yep. So he's oh. orchestrated all of this. He he's the Clooney. He got Ricky and Lucy to do his bidding once they found her. He wants her to come he's back to the him. Clooney. Yeah, and he wanted LeBron. Like this has all been his plan, and he never wanted to give up the game when she did. She seems to be tempted. Needed, he, sorry, he just needed her. Like yeah. he just couldn't steal the LeBron without her because she's the best lifter. Yep. Okay. Or, yeah, that's the excuse. So it seems okay. like she's tempted, but then she takes Ken by the hand. She's like, I know exactly where I need to be. Like, I'm not coming with you. And then Joe says, okay, well, in that case, and I'm just going to frame you for stealing LeBron, and I'll keep all the dough for myself. Like, bye-bye. Like, if, that, if you don't want to join me, then cool. That's, that's my secondary plan. Clooney would never do that. <laughs> yeah. um, one of the no. kids sees a giant no. pet spider that's come on the loose and hurls it at Joe which distracts him. Joe and Malin get into another vicious fight, this time against each other. Um, she ends up knocking down an elaborate light fixture, and which crashes down on him, knocking him out classic, briefly. Classic move. Yep. And there was a tarantula involved in there at some point. Someone yep. threw a tarantula at somebody. Yep. Right. Right. Righteous. Awesome. Yep. So they run out. They find a minivan parked outside, which Malin hotwires. She's about to get in the driver's seat. And then Ken says, pardon me, I'm the one who does school drop-off. And she's like, yes. you sure are. So he gets in the driver's seat. And so this is the, uh, like, medium, medium, pace, speed. medium pace chase. chase yeah. So the, yeah. And they've medium got the crown. Chase. Or they've it got the LeVon. It needs a medium chase car, though. Yeah. yeah. So they're in the minivan. Joe wakes up. He's on their tail with the sports car. He wants to get the, the LeVon back. Kevin has the laser pen. And he basically just slashes into a row of cars like oh. keys them but with the laser it was like unwieldy and on an accident he like got lost control of himself I'm like there's a lot of carnage in this film against other people's property that's a shame <laughs> called, <laughs> called collateral damage yeah. it's a shame these people are going to be submitting insurance claims for years <laughs> yeah, it's totally. such a shame but yeah but it like the the lasering diverts joe so they get a little bit more ahead but then he comes back on them and ken's shouting out the van he's like hey did you know that this got the top-rated review for 360 Impact, and he rams a sports car um, with, like, no impact on their on themselves. Amazing. Um, which I, I love that part. Um, That's a yeah. contribution yeah. right there. Yeah, it is. Consumer Reports, bitch. <laughs> yeah. He read the ratings. Yeah, exactly. He read... What's, that, what's that magazine called? Power? Consumer Reports. <laughs> or J.P. Power and J.T. Power and Associates. That's what I was thinking. Thank you. He's a subscriber. So yeah, he rams the sports car. The lemonade it, guide. It hits into like a water main. It's just like everything is just carnage. Carnage. Oh. Yeah. City property uh, too. Oh, you must. Oh so yeah. I was. I was. I hate vandalism. Joe gets out on foot and attacks them. I think he must have a gun by this point. He does get the Lebon from them, and now he's running away on foot. Ken chases after them, and he I, maybe he shoots out a tire. Both vehicles are stopped. Um, okay. Ken's, foot chase now. Yeah, foot chase. Ken chases after 
Joe. Malin's dealing with the teens, but they look up and they're like, uh, we think maybe Dad needs your help more. She's like, you're probably right. So she takes off after them as well, running in her high heels, still in her evening ball gown wear. Ken is basically being dragged along the ground, grasping Joe's pant leg. And he's like, I've got the strongest fingers, bitch. Like, that's where the finger strength (laughs) comes in. That is a thing to yell at somebody. Yeah, he's like, I'm never going to let go. So Malin gets up to them. um, And so now all three of them are kind of getting into it. They're at a railing by water. um, And the crown, Laban, gets jostled, flies up in the air, is about to fall into the water when the kids run up. And Clancy does like a half jump, long reach, catches it midair above the water. Whoa, Clancy again. Just yeah, really coming to be in the hot. Alpha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they neutralize Joe. Malin neutralizes Joe physically. So they've got the Lebon and they've got him under you know, control. Nice. She ne- she neutralizes him. What throws throws a chokehold on him? Something. yeah, I think they tie him up or it's like now it's Karen Ken, two on one. I don't know where Ricky and Lucy are. They probably would have been very helpful at this point. But they do not appear. Yeah, because the the quartet was alive to begin with. Yeah. So the duet. they finally so wait, call oh, Henry. So were they in, they're in cahoots with Joe. The other quartet? Yeah. It, yes, they okay. positioned it where they were also forcing him, but really he was their key master. Of course. Yeah. He was their key master. Yeah. <laughs> he was their key master. And who's the gatekeeper? <laughs> <laughs> Laurel underground. I don't know. Um, mm. So they called Henry the Marshal. He's somehow gotten free. I hate all that. I'm like, these people are going to have to pee. It's going to be a whole mess. <sighs> well, like, all I think about when get... someone gets tied up unfairly, Is... that they're going to piss yeah. themselves. I think it's really funny to, I think maybe one day you should start a project where you just write practicality reviews of movie situ- movies and th- by I the situations. To. Like, did nobody think about the fact that these people would have to pee when they got tied up? That's all I think about. All- Practicalities yeah. is consuming. Well, somehow Henry has gotten free just like Laurel did. So the police come, he comes, Joe's arrested, the statements of all the kids and Mal and Ken are taken, and somehow all is fine. Like, they are not arrested, they are not detained, they're completely let free as if none of what they had done including beating up all the security guards and all the physical damage that they caused was okay because they were under duress. Another issue um, that I had. Did, um, so they give up the Laban? They give up the Laban, yeah. Okay. Um, so they all go home, in the, or they're on their way home. On the way, Clancy finally tells the parents about the music program in Boston, which it's not even that far, but she was so... Um, overprotected that (laughs) it was a big deal and Malin's like yeah you should definitely go like I'm so impressed by you like you're really growing up and by the way I used to be a cellist too why do you think our team was called the quartet we really were a quartet and that was our thing we would sneak in as the entertainment so that's how she knew her sound to reveal earlier yeah Agreed. And then they yeah, remember uh, Lewis's mom is coming at eight sharp, so they race home. They get there just barely ahead of her, and she thinks they're putting on a weird play because they're still wearing Dressed capes and such. Yeah. And Boston tourists. Yeah. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well, I know what's happening here, and I don't like it. And they get nervous. She's like, You didn't use your P system. And he steps forward and says, Mom, I don't need it anymore. 
fucking, fucking right, right Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Jinx. Whoa. Me a Coke, dog. Whoa. And I was um, into it. Just don't drink it before bed. <laughs> that is growth and it's maturity. Yeah. It's, I, uh, I found it powerful. So he, he leaves. He cut the umbilical cord in that moment. Yeah. He did. Mim he did. leaves. He we crossed don't... the threshold. Yeah. She doesn't really have any problem areas. Mim just was like having a good time and had a good time and went home. Yeah, no um, conflict. Great. Yep. The teen no hunk. No conflict, no growth. Yeah. Teen <laughs> hunk Travis shows up to return the leather jacket. He and Clancy share a flirtatious moment, which I enjoyed. It's like, I'll see you at school on Monday. You left your jacket. So Did you I, find him hunky? Uh, he was growing on. I found him, yeah. I found him did believably a crushworthy. You know I love a boat. Of course I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but less hunky than Robbie on the Robbie scale. Yeah. Still less. Yeah. Um, let me see Robbie in a boat and that'll take it to the limit. Um, so now it's just a family of four inside. Clancy says, so I guess it must be time for me to get a cell phone. Right. And Ken's like, well, yeah, that seems. And Malin cuts him off and she's like, nope, still no. He's like, well, okay, we tried. And they have a laugh. And then it's just the two of them, the two parents. And he says, so things are going to go back to normal, right? Like that was just a blip and we're, we're good now. Like just back to Day to day, she says, probably the end. Probably. (laughs) Probably. We have to wait to see what the Netflix ratings are on this. (laughs) You got to wait for the metrics. And uh, I'll let you know after that, Ken Marino. Don't you know anything about the biz, Ken Marino? Oh, and in the end, Kevin gets to do his repeat ancestral presentation and talks about the weekend and still fails because the truth is as unbelievable as his recounting of the Martian. The end. I found it to be very delightful. Did me you? Too. I did too. I really liked this movie as told <laughs> to me by you. I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. I liked it fine. I liked it okay. I was, I mean, Marino helped um, and the pirate stuff, I suppose. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I Ackerman's all right. Good. Yep, yep. I like the name Clancy. Yeah, um, yeah. It had a lot going uh, for it. There was a secret passage which we've established we all enjoy. Mm-hmm. All right, let's feel like Vin Diesel does in three, three two, two one. one, play.